Hello, and welcome to the Sea Store Decisions live podcast. I'm Isabel Gustafson, Associate Editor of Sea Store Decisions Magazine. Thank you for joining us. Please sit back and enjoy as we talk all things convenience retailing. Today's episode is a little different than usual. I'm speaking with Joe Ritchie, who's the executive chef for Central Washington University in Ellensburg, Washington, and the designer of the Fresh Bar Concept, which offers a variety of healthy food options using fresh produce grown right on campus, in addition to some more traditional comfort food staples. Starting a new food service concept mid-pandemic seems daunting, but for CWU, the timing was right. In fact, as Joe points out, fewer people on campus meant the ability to pilot the concept and new menu items on a smaller scale. Now, at the start of the fall semester, the Campus Dining Program is launching mobile ordering and working to keep dining options fresh, safe, and convenient for students and staff. Let's hear from Joe himself for more. Hi, Joe. Thanks so much for joining me today. Absolutely. I'd love to learn a little bit more about you and your background as a chef. My background, I started out mostly in fine dining. So I, I, um, I worked at some, some Michelin-starred restaurants and some high-end restaurants in Washington State, um, California, and um, Colorado, and a little bit in Arizona. So I kind of moved around a little bit and then just really started getting into the the fine dining scene and in the um, high end hotel scene, and most recently I was with uh, Four Seasons in, in Seattle as the chef. And so it was definitely a, a change for me to come to college and university dining, but it's something that I've really found to be really exciting and um, has so much opportunity for uh, for growth and for change. Mm. What are some of the biggest advantages or opportunities with campus dining versus fine dining? Well, it's, it's neat because you have so many, you have this huge mass of clientele who are just, uh, you know, blank canvases in, term, in terms of their, uh, what they're into and what, what they're willing to try. Some of them have never tried exciting new things and, and you're introducing foods that they've never had before or, or styles and techniques that they've never had before. So. When, when you see that reaction and it's positive, it's really uh, rewarding. You're the executive chef. I'd love to hear just a little bit about your role, your day-to-day. Yeah, so I'm the campus executive chef. So I'm, I'm responsible for the food and beverage all over the whole campus. So we have um, about 20 different operations. We have a Panda Express, which is a, a partnership. Uh, we also have a, a little food court with about seven little concepts in it. Um, we have a dining hall, traditional dining hall, and then a number of coffee shops and smaller operations and a, a food wagon. You know, my, my job is about making all of that happen. So with Panda Express, it's about making that partnership work. With the other ones, it's about, you know, creating new and exciting things for people to try. Um, but yeah, it's all about just trying to, to do exciting, delicious food all the time. And the Fresh Bar concept that was introduced in May, is that right? Yes, we were planning on rolling it out for spring quarter, and so um, we were really excited about it, and we were ready to go, and then all of a sudden COVID happened. So it definitely altered our plans a little bit, but we decided to go with it anyway and just kind of beta test it during that lull because we ended up losing quite a few of the students on campus. And so we, we had a much smaller test sample, but 
um, we did it anyway, and um, it was a really positive reaction. Can you describe the concept a little bit? Yeah, Fresh Bar is, you know, it's designed to be something that really, it was designed to kind of complement our Wildcat Farm and some of the local producers that we have in a way that we could do smaller batches of food in a creative way. So if we're, we're able to get 10 pounds of tomatoes um, from the farm, we're not going to be able to use that in our dining hall because we're serving a thousand students a day. So we wanted a smaller concept that we could do small batches and more creative food. So definitely trying to fill the, the, the desperate need that we had on campus for healthy um, for healthy food. So it, it has a lot of vegan options. It has allergen-friendly options and then features some really healthy food. But at the same time, it's also really delicious food. So that's something that we really try to um, let people know is that it's just because it's healthy doesn't mean it's going to be boring or it's not going to be fun and delicious. It's still going to be something you sit down and really, really love. I mean, yesterday for lunch, I, I sat down and had a vegan wrap. I'm definitely not a vegan. I eat meat constantly, but it's so good that I, it's something that I, I enjoy eating even, even for my own lunch. The term flexitarian has been floating around a lot, right? People who aren't, aren't vegan, aren't vegetarian, but are just trying to eat more plant-based foods. For sure. Absolutely. And that was definitely something we wanted to do is, is kind of go in in keeping with the menus of change concepts where we're trying to use smaller portions of proteins, less processed foods, less sugars, you know, more healthy oils and things like that. So you can see all of that in the menus for Fresh Bar. I love that mix of the healthy options and the comfort foods, both of which seem to be trending right now. Did you find that your customers were looking for more healthy options or was that something you just saw kind of a need for on the campus? I mean, it was something that I wanted to eat more, um, but then also we were getting that feedback from our students. We were polling students, we were doing digital surveys and we were getting, you know, um, unsolicited feedback from, from students who are asking for more healthy options, who are asking for vegan options, um, and who are asking for things that were less mainstream. So while we still sell a lot of French fries and and hamburgers and pizza and uh, chicken tenders, that's still the bulk of of what we sell on a day-to-day basis. I think um, students, college students especially, they tend to get more adventurous as their their experience on, on campus continues. So and they're looking for things that are a little bit, that are going to make them feel better, I think. I assume, correct me if I'm wrong, that most of your customers are Gen Z students. In what ways do you find that their tastes are different from older generations? Do you think they're more adventurous, for example? Um, that's a good question. I, I think it depends on the, the population. I think that our, our student base body is, is fairly adventurous, but I wouldn't say they're wildly adventurous. But yeah, I would say, yeah, I would say they're fairly adventurous. What are some of the menu items that are performing especially well or they're most popular? Uh, we have a Mediterranean bowl. It's my, my personal favorite, but it's also really popular with a lot of the students. And it's got, you know, um, a tabbouleh salad. It's got fresh cucumbers, hummus, tzatziki, and then crispy pita bread. So it's, it's light, it's refreshing, but it's also, you know, satisfying and filling. Uh, the vegan wrap that I mentioned is is really um, tasty and popular. And then we have a banana walnut buckwheat waffle, which is really tasty. It's just this beautiful buckwheat waffle topped with bananas and a fresh cashew butter and fresh fruit. Really delicious. 
And then we also put in a juice bar as part of this, this concept. So we're doing fresh squeezed juices right in front of people. So um, we have green juices, we have a beet juice that's delicious. And those are really, really taking off. I love the fact that you have that hyper local component with the fresh foods from the, it's a campus farm, is that right? Yeah, exactly. So the, the campus farm was started the same year that I arrived on campus um, a year and a half ago. And so this is the second growing season, but yeah, it's managed by the campus and um, we collaborate very closely with it, giving them, you know, the list of things that we'd like to see and feature in, in the in the concepts. And then we were able to plant those seeds and have that produce come from the farm. So this summer has been neat because it was the second full growing season and we've really been getting a lot of amazing produce from the campus farm. Do you find that your customers appreciate that the food is super local as well? Yeah, I think the ones that do notice um, are really appreciative for sure. I think that it's been a challenge this year because we've had a much smaller sample, like I said, to work with, but we're excited to get students on campus starting next week so that we can really showcase what we've been doing during the what we call the off season. Is campus activity coming back in full force? Are there more online classes or things like that? Definitely, it's going to be a reduced student body on campus, but for sure, we're going to have some people. We're going to have you know a couple thousand students on campus. Um, a lot of faculty have chosen to do online classes, but we do have I think 1,600 incoming freshmen, um, about 1,000 of which are going to be on campus. So we're going to have a great group of students to work, to uh, feed and, and to work with. When you launched, I think you said that you were doing all takeout, all grab and go. Is that going to be the case for the fall as well? Yes, I think we're going to continue that through, through winter quarter and, and see how things um, shape up. But yeah. I think it's it's definitely the safer way to go. It, it allows us to be to move a little quicker and, and to have a little bit less of that direct contact. So I think that's going to be the standard for the next, at least the, the next quarter. What are some of the biggest challenges with the takeout model? Um, I guess plating, you know, I, I come from a fine dining background where you have to, where you want to make all of your food as beautiful as possible. Sometimes it can be difficult to make it look world-class when you're putting it inside of a to-go box. But I think there, there are creative ways that you can get around that and, um, and still make it appealing. But I think that's probably the biggest challenge. What are some of your considerations with packaging? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it was funny because right before, not funny, but it was, it was interesting because right before you know, COVID, we were making that a big campus initiative for dining was to, to go all compostable. So we were going in that direction anyway, and so this we just continued it on as, as um, we started reacting to the COVID situation. So we've been working with World Centric and, and using all of their all of their compostable products, but all of the to-go packaging that we're using on campus is compostable and and more eco-friendly. Was that an initiative that was something that the students had been asking for, or just something that you thought was a better option? We had heard a little bit of response from some some students, but it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was, you know, it wasn't overwhelming, but it was definitely something that we wanted to do. We wanted to make um, our footprint with dining services less. And we did a collaborate a collaborative study with a student group to see how much disposable plateware we were going through each day in our dining hall alone. And it was pretty staggering. And so it, it made us understand, you know, this is this is impactful. So yeah, so it was it was a it was a no-brainer for us to make that decision. 
And has your order or checkout process changed apart from the fact that it's all takeout? Well, yeah, we, I mean, we've definitely enacted a lot of different uh, safety precautions. We have the, the shields, the plexiglass shields for cashiers. All of our guests facing staff positions are wearing the, the um, face shields in addition to their masks. Uh, we're doing a 15-minute sanitation rotation. Um, and then obviously we've altered our queuing so to make sure that um, we're speeding up the, the process. It's all about speed of service. So yeah, we've definitely made a lot of a lot of changes in that area. Do you have any mobile or online ordering capabilities? Yeah, we're just rolling that out this week. So it's pretty exciting for us, but we, we're going with Get Mobile. And um, we've got, I think, five of our concepts that are going to be featuring that. So it's, it's pretty exciting. It's a big change for us. And we were able to do that in a very short window when we decided to do it. Um, we made it happen very quickly. But it was something that was on our radar to be a long-term project. But we, we made it happen in, in three short months. Wow, that's really fast. Was it a simple process, a good partnership? Great partnership, uh, not a simple process. <laughs> I mean, it, it was something that we hadn't done before. So, you know, just the, the physical layout was complicated. Um, getting the software in and getting it tested. It's, it's something that I normally wouldn't suggest you do in three months. But, you know, we've definitely, it was worth our while to make it happen. And um, I think it's going to be a really positive response. We've, we've had a small group of students on campus that we've been able to test out the process with and, and the response from them has been really, really positive. So we're hoping for, uh, you know, 20, 30, 40% of our, our orders to end up being mobile by the end of the year. So they can order through the app and then they can pay through the app as well? Yeah, so they can, they can order through the app. They pay with their connection card, which is their, their student card. Um, so it's a really seamless process. And then they, we have designated pickup points where they can come and just grab their food. And the idea is to keep them out of the, the lines to reduce that congestion in front of the, the dining concepts. We've created these pickup points that are kind of removed from the, the rest of the operation um, just to keep that line down. That's great. I'd love to know if there's any food trends that you think are really big right now that you're tracking. Food trends. I mean, I think we, our, our, our goal is always just the quality of the food. So I think that's, a, that's our biggest thing. Um, we try to make sure that we're offering a wide variety of foods that, that appeal to the, you know, to every student group that we have on campus. So I think one of the things that we like to do is reach out to um, some of the student groups especially some of the ethnic groups to make sure that they're, they're getting, you know, the, the things that they like to try. And so we reach out to them and sometimes we do themed dinners and whatnot um, based on the feedback that we get from them. But I think that trying new exciting foods and offering that to the student um, body as a, as a whole is kind of a fun thing to do and it's something that we've done well. I don't see us really, you know, going crazy after specific trends, but I mean, we're just trying to always be innovative all the time international foods is a pretty big trend. Sounds like you're trying to diversify in that regard, which is great. Exactly. Are you looking at adding any new menu items soon or how often do you plan on updating the menu? We update our menus quarterly um, and we're usually looking out several quarters. During this time, unfortunately, we've had to kind of trim down a lot of our menus, which is something you see, you know, across the industry. Um, restaurants trimming their menus pretty significantly in, in order to speed up the ordering process and, and increase the speed of service. So we've done that for sure. 
Um, but yeah, we're always looking for new menu items and we change our menu seasonally to make sure we're representing, you know, the best of the best um, at the time. But yeah, it's, it's a constant process for us. Do you ever introduce limited menu items or do you ever add menu items permanently that you tried at a different dinner or group event? Yeah, we do that quite a bit. Uh, we we call them. We do a lot of pop ups, and so we'll we'll pop up. We have three actually scheduled for this quarter, but um, where we'll just do something fun, like we did a, a sushi pop up back in the spring, and um, we definitely realized we're not going to do that, you know, permanently because it was it was a lot of work logistically. But we'll do things like that, and then if the response is really positive, we'll put it on the menu. So we opened a, a ramen concept recently, and that was based on positive feedback we got from one of our pop ups. So yeah. We, you know, we do we do that quite a bit where we'll either do a free giveaway or we do something where it's like a, a limited offering and then gauge the response. And then, you know, if it's positive enough, then yeah, absolutely. We put it on the menu. I'm curious if you have a lot of international students or a big diverse student population, or if you just find that students or consumers across the board are looking for more diversified menus. I think it's a combination of both. I think that we have a fairly diverse student population on campus, but then I think, you know, that Gen Z that you were mentioning, they're exposed to more diverse um, foods, you know, back home. And so I think that they're, they're more willing to try things. So I think that it's a combination of both. We, we have people who want to try things that we offer um, that remind them of home, but then also people who are willing to try new things because they're, they're exposed to it more and more every day. You mentioned allergen labels and things like that. Do you find that different labels like allergen-free, gluten-free, non-GMO, those types of things are increasingly important? That's something that we really noticed, especially this quarter where we haven't had as many parents and students able to come on campus before they start the school year. Another thing that we started this last year was to make sure that all of our menus on campus um, have the dietary indicators. So we have the top eight allergens, and then we also indicate whether it's vegan and vegetarian. So it's something that we're, we're seeing on a, a more regular basis, and so we're trying to stay ahead of that for sure. That's great. That's about all I have, unless there's anything else that you'd like to add that we didn't cover? No, I don't think so. It's been a pleasure, and I'm, I'm glad you reached out. Great. Well, yeah, it was lovely to talk to you. Thanks so much for your time. For sure. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. You've been listening to the C-Store Decisions Live podcast. For more, visit cstoredecisions.com.